This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial Group and my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a crazy busy week for me. And the weather's been crazy. It's either burning hot one day and pouring rain the next. You know, it's just, uh, it's been kind of crazy for me. How about you? Yeah, it's same here. It's been raining off and on and a lot of wind and some days are hot, some days are cold. I mean, the other day, last Friday was in the 60s and 70s and two days later is 90, right? So, yep. but it's better than, uh, I talked to uh, one of our cohorts out in Arizona last week. Oh my God. It was like 118 or something. Well, even you could talk to, I talked to one of our, uh, uh, friends of ours, Chris, that, uh, we work with occasionally out in Oregon and, oh, yeah. uh, they hit 112 a few weeks ago. So, wow. That's crazy. In Portland, Portland at 112 or Seattle at 110. Minnesota I, and Ohio is looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we, we peaked at about 90. Well, we did have a couple of 100 days already this year, a few days. That, and we had a stretch of days that we didn't go under. Our highs were in the 90s or better for longer than ever has happened before, they say. So it's been a hot one so far this year, totally. But then now it's just up and down. You know, it was in Minnesota um, here where I'm at a couple of days ago, well, actually last night or the night before our low was 53 degrees and the day before the high had been 96. Mm, it's good sleeping weather. It is so. great sleeping weather. Yes. Yeah. That is a good point. We opened the windows and turned off the AC, but to, those are huge extremes. Uh, it's just weird to go from one day to the next. Anyway, we could talk about weather, but we're going to talk about finances today. And yeah. uh, you came up with an interesting concept for today's show. Well, you know, we have four companies. We have a tax company. We have an insurance company. We have a registered investment advisory firm. And then we have a law firm that does basically elder law and estate planning. So I thought we'd just have a little town hall meeting. You shoot questions, you know, because it's so broad what we do but it's coordinated. So maybe you'll be asking the same questions a lot of the clients would be asking. So, Sure. Well, I have, a, a, to start off, I have an estate planning question okay. and here's the situation. So uh, my wife's uh, dad, uh, her, my father-in-law, great guy, uh, not in great health, uh, older and has, has had some cancer and is in assisted living currently, um, but he's doing okay. I mean, it's really not full assisted. It's basically independent living, but they do have nurses that come and check on him once in a while or that can be there for him. It's a senior uh, living center. So basically the situation is he has money, but he doesn't want to have to have it all go toward 
long-term care if he when he gets to that point, which could be soon, or if he passes, get tied up. So he wants to give uh, $10,000 or $9,000 to each of his three kids like two or three times a year if he can. And uh, my, the, my wife's question is, if he goes into long-term care and if he gives his kids his money like like gifts them like nine thousand dollars at a time and for some reason he would need long-term care and not have enough to cover it can they come back and ask for the money he's given to his chick can they come back to us if he if he gives us a check for nine thousand dollars could they come back in a year or two and say i want that you know could they take that money back from us no so what okay. happens is if they deem that there's kind of this penalty period from zero to 60 months. So there's really no penalty unless you're, you're getting to the point where you're asking the government to pay for your care. So once you get to the point where, look, I don't have any more money. I want the government to pay for my care. Right. Then they're going to go look and see if you gave any money away. So let's say the uh, standard cost in where you're at is $7,000 a month. So if you gave away $7,000, they would say, look, well, you could have paid for one month. So for the next month, we're not paying. Right. So, so what happens is if there is a penalty period and let's say that you gave away $70,000, they say, well, you could have paid for the next 10 months. So the next 10 months, the government's not paying and you'll say, but I don't have any money. And they'll say, well, too bad. They're not, so they're not going to go try and get the money back from who you gave money to the, the government's just not going to pay. So ah. either, you, either, you either privately pay or you, you know, you get out. So yeah. if you're, if you're in a facility and they hand you a bill for the month of August and it's $7,000 and you don't have it, you leave. Right? Ah, I, mean, okay. I mean, you're, you're just basically renting space there. So here's the bill for August at $7,000. If you can't pay take your debt out. Right. If you get to the point where you say, well, I don't have, we don't have any money left when we want the government to pay, then the government's going to do this, this, basically background check to see that whether or not you gave money away during that penalty period. If you didn't, then they'll pay. If you and did, what's the penalty period that they look back? Is it five years or it's is five, it? It's five, it's five years. And yeah. When I first started this, it was 24 months. Then it went to 30 months and went to 36 Jeepers. months. Now it's 60 months. They're talking about making that 72 months. So, you know, some of the planning is, uh, and it's critical to get the planning done ahead of time, you know, because right. a lot of things could happen in five years. You could be perfectly healthy. Oh then, yeah. You know, so the, the important part is, is to start early. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's that answers that question. I appreciate it. And I know you've touched on that before, especially because I remember you. That's how I knew the five years. You talked about that in previous shows. We've talked about estate planning, but you made a great point there for our listeners out there. If you have uh, loved ones in elder care who aren't doing good physically, you have to have a plan in place. I mean, in for yourself too, for to protect your family, you need a plan in yeah. place. Because right? the re the ridiculousness of the system is, look, Medicare will pay up to 100, uh, up to 100 days. So, but it's up to 100. If, if, if during the 100 days they say, look, he's not going to get better. So once there's a determination that they're not getting better, yeah, then they stop paying. 
So Medicare is really designed for acute injuries. Tony, you need a hip replacement. We'll, they'll pay for the hip replacement. You'll be better in 100 days, right? Um, you know, you have a heart attack. They pay for that because the surgery is going to take you know, a week or two, whatever it is, right? So you're, so within 100 days, everything's fine. But anything that's cognitive or long-term like that, they're like, this is not what it's designed for. We're not paying. And what I feel is the ridiculous part is the guy who gets his first paycheck at 16 years old gets 100 days. The guy who's 80 that's been paying into the system for 65 years gets 100 days. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, long term so, care is a mess. And we've talked about long term care before. And that is just, it illustrates the importance of working with a financial services professional like yourself, uh, somebody who can look at, do the overall financial planning, retirement income planning, yeah. uh, Medicare planning. Healthcare and we, planning, and, you know, we're, and we're elder care attorneys too, so we can actually draft the documents to help do that. You know, the system's just broken, and nobody will talk about it on evening news because they don't they don't want to pay for it. But right, it doesn't exactly. seem fair that you should give away millions and millions and millions of dollars to foreign countries while you're not taking care of your elderly. So. Yes, yeah, and unfortunately, it is political, and we see things like that, and it's so frustrating. I mean, you know, I mean, if we wanted to do a show on what's frustrating about the government, <laughs> the government programs, it's <laughs> we, we, we don't twelve have part series. <laughs> we could take, we could spend a year on uh, two pages out of the IRS tax code to talk about right. what's wrong. You know, it would take eons nice. the, to cover it all. But uh, that is one issue where. Uh, well, it's and people are like, well, what do we do about it? Sure, you're bringing up these problems, but uh, there's nothing we can do. It's the government, but there are things you can do to plan ahead sure. uh, to minimize those risks and burdens and uh, really get your ducks in a row ahead right. of time. And that's right. the thing. And people say, you know, they pay just a little bit now uh, to get it uh, to really save so much grief and money later. It's a... Uh, it, it, it makes so much sense. Well, uh, well, Chris, that's that yeah. was my first question, but we okay. can switch topics now. Go I ahead. mean, we've done Go a ahead. lot of estate planning talk in the past. Sure. Um, but I wanted to ask you if you if what you do overall and what you see out there from clients you work with, listeners you hear from, people you talk to uh, that ask you financial advice, ha- is it because of COVID and the current inflation and the stimulus spending and the markets, do those things like markets and stimulus spending and inflation, the costs of goods going up, do they affect, uh, do you see that affecting a lot of people? Do you get questions about it? And is it something you tackle? I mean, I know you really focus in on taxes, retirement income planning, estate planning, but do does market volatility, inflation, and these types of things come into play? Sure. We, we build that in when we're looking at doing, uh, it just yesterday we did a, um, a plan for someone says, look, I want to know if I can retire. I got X amount of dollars. I spend $5,000 a month, you know, that type of stuff. Can I retire? Where, where, where am I going to pull the income from? So we, we went through the whole analysis and we did our compass report for them and really nice. And at the end of the day, she was like, I can retire tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, you can. So, but part of that is building. When we look at the budget, let's say she needs five thousand dollars a month, um, we would then build in some inflation factor. 
because it's, you know, $5,000 a month this year, and then it's going to be a little bit more next year and a little bit more next year. So we have to build in some cost of living adjustment or inflation factors so that, um, you know, she's going to need more than $5,000 10 years from now, right? She's going to need, you know, $7,000, whatever it is. So we do have to build that in. So, um, and market volatility plays a part because we can't uh, take too much risk as people are pulling money out of the markets. We can't have their accounts uh, fluctuating too much because, you know, if you have a million dollars and you're taking out 5%, um, that's fine. But if you're, if your million dollars drops to $500,000, now you're going to have to take out 10% and we can't sustain taking out 10% a year. So we want to make sure that the, the investments aren't in such a volatile position that they're going to lose a lot of money if something happens in the marketplace. Well, yeah, and that, and that makes sense. You have to look at the big picture. And so for our listeners out there that are concerned about inflation, uh, what can they do about that? Should they be concerned? And is there anything they can do about rising costs? I mean, uh, the prices of homes, automobiles, lumber, um, everything seems to be going up right now. Well, you do have to position some of your assets for growth. You can't just like the banks are paying nothing. So for people who are having hundreds of thousands of dollars of sitting in the bank earning nothing, even if you could earn, let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank earning basically nothing and you could put it somewhere else that could earn 3% even like you're basically paying that bank $3,000 a year to keep your money. And they're like, I'm not paying them anything. Yes, you are, because you could have been making three thousand dollars somewhere. So you know that, in our terms, that's called opportunity cost. But yeah, you plus do, you're you, not keeping up with inflation. Yeah, yeah, so you do need part of your assets in a position that could keep pace with inflation. So we maybe have maybe half the assets, let's say, in something that's safe and just going to pay interest. But we might have half the assets in a well diversified portfolio that on you know historically has earned seven to ten percent a year, so that we can keep pace with inflation. Right. Yeah. So, and that's where planning comes in. And it, it sounds like everything we talk about, uh, Chris, in each show, when I hear you I I explaining these things in detail for our listeners, so they understand it all comes down to, there's one step that they need to take uh, to get started and to really hedge against all these things. And that's pl have a plan, right? Yeah. Planning. Yeah. Now, whether you come in to see us, 440-886-3550, or, you know, go to a seasoned professional who's done this for many years. Um, it's, it, you know, when you retire, there's just no, like, here's the retirement manual, you know. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's really scary for most people because most people have been working for 40, 50 years, and they're just used to getting a paycheck every other Friday or maybe every Friday, and, and now that is completely changed. So they have to be maybe even more cognizant of their, their spending because, you know, a lot of people are like, look, as long as I'm not bouncing checks, well, I guess we're okay. Right. They don't, right. They don't really look at it, but then all of a sudden the income stops and you're like, wow, we might bounce checks if we don't do this properly. So, so it's really important. And so budgeting and not that you have to live like a pauper, but you you have to know what you're spending. You know, are you spending three grand a month, five grand a month, 10 grand a month? What are you actually spending? So that, you know, that's usually the starting point of get a good handle on what you're, what you're spending. Um, yeah. It, so spending, yeah. And that's part of the plan is having a spending plan. We don't like to use the B word budget, 
because it right. scares people. But right. but really, it's a spending plan, and and you have to know that. And of course, you have to know uh, how much you're spending and how much you need to live before you can start planning on how much you're going to need in retirement. Which is, I know, a big question you get from a lot of people, and a lot of our listeners out there are asking how much do I need to retire? And there's no one answer like, yeah. oh, if you have this amount, you're set. And that's the, yeah. that's all yeah. you need is to, if you have $2 million saved up uh, in retirement accounts, then you're set. If you have less than that, you're not. I mean, there's no magic bullet number. Everybody's number is going to be different, right? And, and it really depends on the lifestyle you want in retirement. I mean, some, sure. people, are, some people are content and there's nothing wrong with it. They sit home and they watch TV all day. They're, they're, they're not going to need a lot of money. They're not going to need $3 million, right? But the person who wants to travel the world and vacation in Arizona or Florida during the winter instead of Minnesota or Ohio, they're going to need more money, right? So, um, but that that you build that into that spending plan that you talked about earlier, said, look, we're, we're going to spend 10 grand a year just vacationing. Okay, so that I, I need X, X amount of dollars. So, Again, I, I always have a saying, retirement is not a function of age. It's a function of money. So if you have enough money, you can retire whenever you want. I mean, look at look at pro athletes, right? They can retire when they're 25. Yeah, they, and some right? of them they, have they, to. They, yeah. Right, and That's... they have millions of dollars. So it really yeah. is a, it's a function of money, not age. So there's really no magic number. It all depends on what you want. You know, what are your goals in retirement? Are you going to, are you going to snowbird? Are you going to vacation? Are you going to travel to Europe? Are you just, are you going to, you know, golf? You know, you know, you have, you know, normally when you're working nine to five, you're making money five, six days a week. When you're retired, you have six Saturdays and a Sunday. You can spend a lot of money. You know, there's there's yeah. a fallacy out there that you're going to spend, you know, seventy five to fifty percent less during retirement. I I don't think so. No, I, I think like you. What if you wanted to golf every day and It'd think about fifty it. bucks a day, right? Yeah. Who who Easily. wants to take a pay cut in retirement? I mean, right. that's that's the way I look at it. You you know, that's my problem. Is you know, when I have idle time, I'm spending money, and I. I think exactly. about that going, wow, I need to work a while longer because. Well, and, and potentially so is your spouse, right? So, yep, exactly. So, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that's yeah. the point. That was the point of working all those years is to be able to not have to work and be able to spend some money. So, uh, like you said, there's no right or wrong answer. And what's the magic number? Okay, 12 million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, thank you. Yeah. You got 12 million, you'll be fine. Yeah. No. So, um, but it, it, you know, fact of the matter is it is what it is. You have what you have. And, you know, we're not going to be able to take someone who has half a million dollars and turn them into a billionaire. Right. So, right. Um, you know, you're just going to have to live within your means. Yeah. There you go. And uh, that's the key. But in order to live within your means, you need to have a plan. And the sooner you have a plan, uh, the more you're going to have when you retire, because you're going to be saving money by minimizing taxes, maximizing retirement accounts, things like that. And that's what you help your clients do. And I I think that's why we talk about what we talk about each week on the show and why you do what you do, Chris. And I think it it really helps people. And I hope our listeners, if they have questions for you, that they will call you or uh, go on your website and contact you. They can set up. I know you offer uh, no no charge consultations. I think that's great. So let's wrap things up. Let our listeners know how they can do that. 
Well, you can call our office at 440-886-3550 and talk to um, either Regina or uh, Darla or Aaron. Somebody will answer the phone there and, and get you in. Uh, I think we have a Calendly uh, way of getting on our calendars too, so I'm not sure how you do all that stuff. But, uh, but any, you know, go to our website, brooksidetax.com. You can get a hold of us. Um, you know, we're almost out of time. Do we get one more question maybe? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I probably, yeah, that's true. We can, uh, one more question, right? Um, I'm trying to think of a question to ask you because you've answered so many over the weeks and, uh, I always find it fascinating. And sometimes it seems like though, every week you bring up something that I, oh, I didn't know that, or I had forgotten about that. But the road to retirement uh, can be a lot easier if you have a simple plan that's well executed. And I know that you pride yourself on that uh, and helping explain to people because things do get complicated when you're dealing with the tax code and the IRS. So um, my other question would be, you know, age wise, it's never too early to start planning. But it seems like if you're listening out there, um, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can come in and formulate a plan, right? Sure. I mean, just going through, the, whether you even implement the plan, I mean, just going through the process is enlightening. You know, it's like, well, I didn't know this, I didn't know that. You know, maybe I could read it, maybe I got to work a couple more years. I mean, you're going to find out pretty quick in, the, in, the, in over a couple of meetings of, you know, where you are, where you, where you can be. You know, do I have to work more? You know, some people like hate their job and they want to retire. So the lady in the other day, she says, you know, I'd really love to retire next year. And then we worked out the numbers. I'm like, like you could retire yesterday. It's like, oh, thank God. Right. So, (laughs) so, uh, so, you know, just going through the process now, sometimes we go through the process and people don't implement what we suggest, but they, you know, they have in the back of their mind that, look, I was glad I went through the process because it gives me some peace of mind that I'm not so far off. On the other hand, sometimes we go through the process and like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to keep working for five more years, right? It's, it's just, you just don't have enough money yet. So, right. So yeah, just get in it. We don't charge people for that um, because, you know, we don't really charge in, until we know we can help you. So if you want to implement the plan, then then we'll go ahead and charge you for it. Um, but otherwise we kind of do that as, uh, you know, get to know us and you get to know, we get to know them. So. Yeah. So there's, there's no risk. It's just a time, uh, and, yeah. and uh, just taking the time to set up the meeting and meet with you. Uh, I mean, the, to, wor- the worst case scenario is you come in and you spend two or three hours and you find out everything's perfect. It's so you've spent two or three hours of your time. Right. The best case scenario, you spend, you know, two or three meetings with us and find out you're a mess and we're able to fix it. Right. You know? and, and that's and some huge. things in retirement, you know, you, you don't have a second chance, especially like picking social security or picking healthcare. If you do it wrong, like social security, if you take it too early, you don't get to like just undo it whenever you want and, and, and re up. So you have to make sure you, you know, you're talking to someone who, who can help you out with that. Yeah. That's another great point. If you have not yet filed for social security or have just recently filed, uh, you should not, uh, you, you really need to, uh, you set up a meeting with you and have that social security maximization report run because uh, you may find out, wow, I, I really made a mistake and right. you don't want to get locked in and you right. will be locked in. You only have right. a few months to change it after you, yeah, you, you file. One, yeah, you have 
one year, one time, like to do it. It used to be you you could you could play games and do it all the way till you were seventy, but they they put the kibosh on that and they said, look, you if you file today, if you file in July of two thousand twenty one, um, by next July two thousand twenty one, if you haven't undone it, uh, you know, fixed it, you're, you're locked in. Yeah, you're locked in. So yeah, and uh, you, that you're talking tens of thousands of dollars you could be leaving on the table, possibly. Uh, depending, oh, it could, be, it could be hundreds. Yeah, depending on so, your situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, right, a great so. show today, Chris, and I think that does it. Just give that number one more time. Okay, four four zero eight eight six three five five zero. All right, thanks, Chris, and listeners. That does it for today's episode of the Road to Retirement with our host, Christopher Anselmo. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.